Hardcore show today, so it's not going to be love and light teaching you. Uh, thank you for that. Just checking on the audio, which is fine. Good. Uh, it's not going to be what everybody expects it to be, or might not even understand why I'm doing it. Well, I'm going to go into a lot of things in different order, so it's not going to be received in the way you would want to hear it if most people did it. But I'm not like most people. Uh, and I don't think like most people. Don't act like most people. And I'm not as stuck in a programmed idea that's useless like most people. Sorry to say that. Uh, the title, Facing Life, which we all do, within love, sex, relationships, and the truth. The hardest part about all those words is the word truth. You can live in those situations and not do a thing about it. And that's definitely not living within the truth or even understanding it. Facing it, no matter how bad or good it sounds when you hear it or go through it, uh, it's better to deal with it then. Uh, And I'll go into the reasons why, because we're dealing with a lot of that stuff this week. I'm sure you know about the cases going on and abuse cases and what happened and things like that. Well, it's funny that things come to the head at the same time. Now, I've been talking about this stuff for over six months directly. uh, And then a lot longer about Mr. Cosby. But uh, we'll go into that step by step. Why I'm going there. Why I feel it's really important. Now, we have a lot of different people out in in the world that actually control how we think, how we act, or how they want us to act. All right, It's a man's world. Let me get that straight out from the start. This is not a woman's world. The goddess isn't watching over all the women. Uh, she's there. The beings there, an entity, deity. But if you don't learn to connect with her... All right, uh, somebody sent me text. I can't read them and get into a site while I'm trying to do my t- show. Sorry, I'll catch it later. Uh, all the things that I'm talking about are in everybody's life. Some people have some really good experiences in some of them and really bad in other ones. If you have a perfect life, well, you're really gifted, lucky, and then you have to think, what's that really mean to you? Being gifted uh, with nothing happening. Well, something that I will say is nothing happens, nothing happens. You're living a life in a void. 
thinking you're in bliss, bliss meaning, oh, you have food, you have a house, you have a car, have a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, uh, you have a dog, cat, and you're living in that peaceful attitude where I'm next to the ocean, uh, and you're rich, and you don't have to work. So, yeah, you think, what do I got to do? What's happening in between all that? Nothing. You're staying in a state. What are you involved with? Nothing. Making yourself happy. Well, you're on planet Earth. And I'm going to tell people, it's going to be hard to understand it, but hopefully you will. You don't come to planet Earth to be happy. Soul doesn't take a mission to come into this world to be happy. But the things that be, like the nervous system that your body is connected to, the brain and the heart, all those things pumping blood through your brain, and then that brain gets programmed. You're programmed to think and feel and, and be all these things. Now, a baby without programming is so much different. They don't have the uh, programmed ideas of what love is, hate is, anger. They go by light energy which affects them inside spiritually. And babies are, I would say, the only spiritual beings on the planet. Uh, unless their mother's hardcore drugs and it's actually affecting the child before it's born. Uh, but I want to go there. So most children open to the light, especially when they're born. They can see it now and they can feel it. It comes from people that are good. It doesn't come from people that are bad. It comes from people that are trying to become spiritual. So with that, children are already being programmed the second they leave the womb. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, if they had parents that were spiritual, it would be a different, a different story altogether. But that is not the case. So we have to look at it. What is a child learning? When does a child start learning? Uh, I don't know if I can hold on one split second. I don't know if I can reach my door. little gizmo out. Uh, so, children aren't in a very good space due to the fact that most parents have no awareness of spirituality. I mean, with all the New Age people saying they're spiritual now, there's no definition to the word spiritual. When you look it up in a dictionary and they'll say what? Being of spiritual nature. It, it kind of contradicts what it is and just puts it along with other words. Uh, and then, yes, the average person, what it means, the only thing they'll say is, oh, I love, I give unconditional love. I mean, they can't go deeper than it. It doesn't become a really complicated word to give a de definition to. Because people don't know the definition or even how to experience the definition of what the word spiritual means. The closest they can come to it is love. And how many people understand love at any great level? They don't. So, as we go through today, it's going to get hardcore as I get move on into the topic today. Uh, if you got children listening, I don't know, you might want to tell them not to listen at some point, and I'll give you a clue word when I say that. Uh, I don't know. I think children need to know what's happening to them because they're the ones that are getting abused. If they don't know it, they don't know it, and they can't report it. So, yeah, uh, and I'm going to go through this as 
I can't say fast, but I'm going to try to go through it as much as of this as I can. So facing the truth, dealing with your own truth, is the most important thing. Man, men, M-E-N, men, need to open their minds to the truth and not to the lies. But in general, the lies are so much more accepted by men because uh, usually anything that makes you feel good is what people want to accept. And in that being said, it's easier to accept something no matter how bad or good it is as long as it makes you feel good. Which is a pretty lame reason, but that's true. So, I'll say this because I study with a medicine woman, I study with shamans, I study with spiritualists, I study with beings. The teachings that I did get from being here are limited. The earth's limited in, in spiritual growth. You don't become a spiritual giant on planet Earth. You can't be. And you don't. Uh, planet Earth is a place that I call the beginning of soul. I I use the word which people don't like, hell. Hell is a man-made word, but uh, we live in it. We live with the pain and suffering and all those adjectives and nouns that uh, are not happy words, don't make you feel good, but are true and real. I say this because now, for women, it's much different. And please, I'll go into that later, but I can talk for women in a lot of different ways. Now, men don't go through half as much as women do in their life. Or they work hard. Well, working hard doesn't teach you much. You move your muscles and you do work. Uh, doctors and lawyers, well, I wouldn't go anywhere with lawyers, but doctors try to save lives. It's the uh, pharmacies and the, and the other doctors that are giving out medicines that are wrong for the wrong situation, allowing the wrong medicines out to the world and things. And I'm not talking about pain medicine. That's the least of mankind's problems. Whether they ever admit that or not is another story. Check what kills more people than anything else in the United States. It's not opioids. It's called drinking. And there's many different kinds of liquors and beer that people drink that put them in different states of, of sickness, perversion, twisted ideas, anger, violence. Even marijuana, which is being attacked, it's kind of taken the pressure off recently, but shouldn't be, because it's not a drug that makes people angry, killing, or kills people. Well, they're still trying, people that don't like it are still trying to fight it, but it's slowly going to be a legal thing, which should be. Now, people don't go out and kill people because they're smoking marijuana. People don't go running people over because they're smoking marijuana. They don't get into fights with their family or, or anybody because they're smoking. It's a totally different drug than drinking is. It doesn't give you all these throat cancer, lung cancer, liver cancer, all these other things that happen. So yeah, mankind needs to wake up to what's going on, being aware of what they put in their body, uh, and what they allow in their body. The food's all toxic. So yeah, I said, what am I going to say, don't eat? Well, you'd probably live a happier life if you didn't have to eat, that's for sure. You wouldn't be coming down with a lot of problems. Now, why I'm doing this, which I do on and off, women need to deal with their truth. 
I mean, I'm not afraid to talk about anything that went on in my life, good, bad, or indifferent. That's why I put my first book out, uh, my second book, not my first book, sorry, uh, When Truth is Called Crazy, because I was considered crazy all the time. When you deal with the truth, it doesn't fit into everybody else's story. Well, the synthetic drugs, uh, I'll just throw it out real fast, are, is not good. Anything synthetic is not good in the body because the body doesn't recognize it. I mean, if they make enough synthetic drugs and they, or even marijuana, they put it out there, people will start doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Uh, marijuana is a natural plant grown on the ground, in the ground, comes from the earth, uh, and that's what it should be. When they make synthetic medicines, it alters the body because the body is putting stuff inside it that it's not aware of how to use it. I, I'm, I could go into that, but maybe later I will, but i got too much to get into right now. If you... If, if I have time, I'll go back into the drug world, uh, but I, I'm going to leave that for, for, for as much as I can to get into the rest of this. Now, the woman's character is much different than a male's character. They have much more feelings and emotions than men do, and usually in a good way. They're loving and caring, which most men are not. So right there, it tells you something different between a man and a woman. Well, we're all the same. Uh, we're all ignorant because most, well, most people are because they don't want to go any further than the lies that they're programmed with. Now, women are trying to adapt into a society that, that keeps them outside of it, which is just about impossible. And they've been doing it for a long time. It started after Atlantis went down. Uh, luckily, I mean, women got the rights to vote. And a couple of things in their life. But are they still underpaid? They overworked? And they still use for a lot of other things? Yes. In man's ignorance and ego, they abuse women as many different things. The number one thing is a sex toy. And by that I mean they're the object to sell anything or to, to promote anything. It's always a girl and she has to be half-dressed. I'm not saying it's not pretty or, or anything, just saying it's the way men use women. The puppet, they have to do what they tell them to do, which is pretty sick. Now, becoming the slave, where the man has the power to tell everybody what they have to do in the household, where the woman doesn't. Obviously, sex, I mean, if we go into religions, even that gets more perverted than inside the United States, meaning in Muslim countries, where women can get beat if they don't have sex, they can get beat if they don't take a shower, they can get beat if they show themselves outside in public in any outrageous way, all those kind of things. And it's legal. So that's coming into the United States. And if women aren't aware of that, they need to understand and study Muslim religion. What their goal in life is, what their goal in death is, how they perceive dying and what they expect to happen when it does. And I don't see how a woman, and, and this is as real as it can get, I do not know how any woman on this planet would want to be with a man whose desire is to die and be with multiple sexy big women and have sex nonstop for days. True. Read, read the Quran. I mean, it's not the number, like whatever they said, 60, 676 uh, virgins. I mean, the stories were a little different. Read it. It's there. 
it says big-breasted women. So it, it goes into a lot of things where you have an erection for four to five days and nonstop. You know, that's delusional, and it has to do with negativity and has to do with Lucifer. But, again, do you want that in society? Are we going to accept that in the United States? Well, we already are. Little by little, it's coming in. It's it's already taking up a lot of court, court cases in courts now. Uh, if it gets overloaded, they could start winning. And if people don't want to want to go there, that's their choice. But we're already pretty sick and messed up. So to make it worse, you don't care about life, you don't care about love, and you don't care about children, you don't care about the future, you don't care about God. So where do you want to be within all that? You got multiple choices. My Mr. Gizmo wants to get back. Give me one second. Hopefully this will be the last time. We had to take him out today, and he got really sick on the road today. He doesn't like driving. Uh, so, most women are, like I said, sex objects. Puppet slaves and a sometime lover. Most women get physically abused within within any of this. Mental abuse as well. Because most men and I and I I'm a man and I'm sorry to say that, uh, but I experience both sides a bit and everything else in different levels of my past lives. But most men have this perverted idea, twisted idea of what they think women are, how they want it, and what they think about uh, relationships, and are forced into a different reality than they want to be in. But love is a lie in most cases. It's usually temporary, which totally means it's a lie. And then when a person's not ready to give, it's definitely a lie. Okay. Women lose themselves in love, and they're willing to give themselves to that, where men are not. And here's a thing that I consider horrible, and women should tell their daughters how bad it is. Most men, starting at, I, I can only say, when they suddenly realize about sex and things like that, that it's how much they can have sex with how many different women. And they'll say anything to get it, which is the, the, the stuff that starts going into a girl's brain and taking away from who they are and what they are. And then obviously if it can't be taken naturally, it's a, it's an abusive situation and it's called rape. So yeah, and I, I can talk about this. And I tell people, don't talk about anything you don't know because you don't have no right to. I lived with sexual abuse when I was little mentally and physically much of my childhood so yeah I can talk about it am I locked up in it it changed who I was that's for sure but it's not holding me back from being who I want to be which I am what I want to be right now I mean the things I wanted in life I couldn't get everything was taken away but it was more at a, an inner reason why it was taken away not a it was appeared on the outer as a physical one, but it was taken away on an inner inner reason for spiritual reasons. Uh, I hope you understand that. Uh, I was in three relationships and marriages. I spent 
part of my time searching for truth about love and sex, and then another part of it about spirituality. When was the word love ever created? When did it come out into reality as a word? Not through most of our history. It wasn't even part of the Ten Commandments. So when was love created? So yeah, they say Jesus taught love and he taught forgiveness. Well, he showed love. He didn't teach it. He didn't teach forgiveness, even though they make it sound that way. And there's multiple ways, and, and the word that goes with that is karma. Uh, what you do, you reap. What you create is your responsibility to pay it back. Uh, if not in this lifetime, next one. So, as as a person moving forward in their growth, self-made growth, self-made awareness, are people listening to themselves? No, they're not. They'd rather listen to anybody else they can. Anybody that would tell them that they're, they don't have no karma. Anybody that would tell them that they're spiritual. And every, not every, and I, I, I love good psychics. I do not like fake psychics. And there are many of both. More or less of good psychics. And I say that because I went through that when I was younger. But I did have a best friend of mine who was the top psychic in the United States. Rated number one by the New York Psychic Center. And just as Houdini, my idol in magic, spent 10 years traveling the world to find a real psychic. And he couldn't. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of things that I... Uh... Now, before you go any further, I'm not saying psychic abilities do not exist, because they do. And you don't channel them and use them when you want to. They come to you when you're needed, or they're needed, if you're aware of it. Deja vu and those kind of experiences are psychic abilities. But they come to you when it's going to protect you as, a, as from getting into a situation where you could die or killing somebody. If you listen, if you hear it. I mean, the simplest aspect, when you drive in your car, you look at the person next door in the car next to you, they turn around and look at you. Why? They're not looking in your car, but they feel the energy of you looking at them. That's a psychic ability. But those abilities are are for us to protect us now. They were used when we could use them wisely. Big important word, which we have stopped being wise after Atlantis went down. I don't think there's been a person on this planet that's a truly wise spiritual being other than Jesus. Sorry to say that. Now, why I go into that, I'm aware of Atlantis. I'm aware after Atlantis went down what, what, what the world became, how it became. Man became evil. And why? Well, Lucifer's allowed to be where he is for a reason. I mean, and all the people around me think he's the bad person. No, he's the good person. He keeps evil souls here on planet Earth where they need to stay. They don't need to be in heaven or even go into the astral plane. Why? Why would we want them there? So they can get reformed and they will still have to come back here. I know that. And I put my life on that. I don't know how many people could talk about things that they never did. Going into the astral plane where souls get reformed takes time. But time doesn't exist there the same way it does here. So, what do we, what, what do, we do now? Okay, you're on a spiritual quest. Hopefully we all are or start to get on one or try to find out one or try to bring it, some form of it into our lives. 
But then we have aliens on top of all this, which people deny. And we got demons. And, and, and I would say the word creatures, uh, dimensional entities uh, that affect us as well. Possession in the world and the United States has quadrupled. Seriously. The Pope, about two years ago, a year and a half, I'm not sure anymore, uh, went out of his way to hire 1,500 uh, exorcists. My good friend, who I will be bringing on in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, uh, this is to me, I consider him the top exorcist in the United States. Why? Because he does anywhere average 200 to 300 a year. So, is there people... Not all of them are in that space of like the exorcist or things like that, but if you believe it, it affects you. Whatever you believe affects every action and how you react to it. But then, here's the thing. If you say you're one with God, you have to know God, understand it. If you don't, you can't say you're one with it. Because you don't know what God would do in a certain situation. If God was going to allow a tidal wave to wipe out a city, would you? Oh no, that would be so bad. Well, do you think he's that loving being that you want him to be? I mean, children are going to die. Dogs and cats are going to die. Everybody's going to die. Look at what happened. Look at what, I mean, in Africa, one million people died three months ago in one month. So, uh, is this what you believe is, is, as being protected or spiritual? Uh, the idea of all of it is, is a lot of lies twisted together. Most people in the Bible believe that the world will not be destroyed by water. Seriously, it will destroy the planet again. The same as fire, but there has to be something to burn for a fire. The world is 76% water, so obviously the water can just engulf any part of the world at any given time. So I do my research on everything pertaining to all the things I talk about. I do and compare my experiences that I had with direct perception and going through it. I don't tell lies. I don't tell stories of that aren't real. My first book, How to See God, is just what it sounds like. My experience getting to that point. My second book is my autobiography of all the things I did to get where I am now. I'm not saying they're all good. I'm not saying they're all bad. Uh, and I did things that many people would never do. So, yeah, I didn't kill people. But uh, we have to focus on when a woman gets abused or a child gets abused, who's responsible? The person that did it? Yes. But what about the laws that protect that person? Innocent until proven guilty. If you walk in a house and you see something and you, you go to court, nothing can be done until after the court case. Why is that? I mean, there could be blood on everything and everybody else. I can go into a famous singer who was actually caught with the blood of the person that died twice. Famous singer old singer never wrote charges against him because he was the greatest thing in the whole town and the city uh, would they go after him? no I mean when Kennedy ran from the car accident and the person died in the car all those middle things get bypassed and why? Uh, men protect men and I'm going to get hopefully get you to believe that and understand that during my talk today all right. They'll, they'll protect men no matter what, rather than protect a woman. When it comes to rape and then all those things, 
it's always against the woman, never against the man. I'm going to go into that as well, because I, I do my research, always. And not just from one book, from being to where things happen, like Salem, when it was torturing the witches and stuff. They didn't kill that many people there. Not like the stories, not in Salem itself. Uh, so we can hear stories, and it becomes part of a brain and part of their thinking, and it becomes accepted. Just like is 90% of every story you heard about a Native person is a lie. And mankind accepted. People in the United States accept those lies and believe it. Well, when Christopher Columbus came to the United States, they said there's demons here, red-skinned demons. And it gave him an okay to kill them. So we have to be aware of what's happening in the present. And I got plenty of time so far to get into a couple things in a serious note. Uh, this is going to be hardcore again, I'm saying that. Because bringing up old things, which is like the worst thing you could do, because then you get the feelings and the pain and the suffering from it. But you need to work it out so that you can let it go. And rape is one of the things that you really don't ever. But learning how to stick it in the back of a, a box and close the door and seal it so that it just stays there. It doesn't come out every day, morning, night, and torture you and, 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 and all those kind of things. Please, I went through it. I knew all about it when I was little. And and being beat and, 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 the, and the sexual abuse and things like that. Uh, and nobody listens. Sadly, it's no different today. It's not like man suddenly cares what happens to a girl. I mean, they say they do. And, and here and there, somebody gets convicted with a really serious uh, time sentence. Most do not. So, I want to talk about you and your experiences. Were you ever abused? Think about it. Don't say no. Think about it. Abuse is simple in some ways. You might not even perceive it as abuse. Your mother said you're ignorant or you're stupid. If she said that ten times to you when you were a child, it affected the way you think about yourself. Anything you hear when you're little becomes part of the, the little wrinkles you start putting in your brain as memory. Oh, somebody brought up about Bill Cosby laughing. Well, yeah, that was a sad thing. His his wife, his mother was laughing too. Uh, but guess what? Now he's in handcuffs. So uh, we'll get into that. I, I do want to talk about that, but uh, we'll get there. So when we go through memories... And a parent's giving a child bad memories to stick in their little brain. It's a horrible thing. I could tell you every word, negative word, my father said, my mother said, and all those kind of things all my life. I don't know if it's good or bad. Photographic memory of my whole life, is that a good thing? I don't know. Uh, because just everything relates to things that happened and, and that were part of my life. Do I let it stop me from being who I am? No. Am I afraid to talk about it? Definitely not. How is anybody else going to learn anything if I don't say what I went through and how I learned how to get over it or get through it or deal with it? Which everybody has to do. Not that it's going to make everything rosy. Because you got over it now, now I'm going to suddenly love men. No. Any man. And in the Bible it says, Honor thy mother and father. Respect them. Okay? You only get respect from being respectful. Meaning, if you're a child, they have to show you respect. If they don't, 
You don't have to give them respect back. Or you shouldn't. It's not like you didn't say bring me into this world. They forced you to come into this world. So at that point, we have to be reasonable to who we are always. Look into ourselves and find our higher awareness, what we truly are. Because the mind will say, you're not that, you're not this, you're this, you're that. The se- well, we'll get into about Jesus and, and Mary Magdalene. But uh, I don't talk about religion, even though you might sound that way. I talk about people and who they really were. Not Bible stories or religious stories, because they're fictional in many ways. And when I say that, I was there. I lived it. I saw it. I watched loving people help kill the most spiritual person in the world at that time. How is that possible? I couldn't deal with it. You say, deal with something? Deal with that. Deal with seeing that. I mean, when you say, well, uh, 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 past lives are awareness that you attained. Being able to tap into them relates to the things you're going through now. And if you understand a lot of things you're holding on to were from past lives even. You've been hit or killed different ways in a past life and it still bothers you. I got things that I'm so can't deal with. And then the most funniest one is anything slimy. If I touch something slimy, it drives me crazy. So we each have things of how we died, but it affects us in this lifetime. Because soul remembers everything. But it's the mind that can't perceive it or twist it into a place. I mean, it twists it into a place where it can't be understood in this reality. Luckily, it's starting to change for soul. When a child is born now, and, and you start getting a little aware, they perceive their past lives and things like that, which is the starting point of becoming aware. So, now, karma is something you pay, no matter if it's this lifetime or the next. So, is what you get your karma? It is, in many ways. If the world blew up, it's the world's karma that we're dealing with. If your house gets blown up, it's your karma, period. You have a car accident, it's your car, it's your karma, period. You've got to pay it back. You've got to work through it. And you do if you want to get to a higher level spiritually. Uh, there's multiple ways. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit down the road. Uh, I don't want to get into that because that's, that's technique and, and exercises and, and working on a really hard level. Uh, even understanding what they are, learning how to understand what they are or what they really are. You can't go to psych and tell me all my things that I have to pay for. Well, you're going to pay for this, that, and the other thing. They're not going to know. They're going to tell you a lot of things. They can tell you anything you want, and you can't prove it. If you can't find it yourself, it's not worth worth the beans that it's put on, uh, put into to make you eat. Uh, so, you have a lot of work to do as a person in this world. We all do. Man has never respected woman all through history, except Atlantis. Now, you say, well, no, no. again, there was no word love ever really created back that time frame. I mean, sex and then sex energy was the thing that they talked about, especially men, and it became a woman's thing as well, Kundalini energy, and I uh, can't even think of the P word, but uh, dealing with sexual energy. All right. Well, that's one thing. But to 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 go against a particular race, meaning now female, 
opposite sex uh, is pretty sad. So where do you want to move into? A spot that you can be honest to yourself. Look in the mirror. Can you see your face in that mirror? Can you look into your own eyes? Can you say who you are to yourself? What am I? Who am I? Can you even answer that to yourself? You're not telling nobody outside of yourself. Just yourself. Can you? Are you willing to do it? I mean, just knowing who you are. If you look into your eyes in a mirror, and I, there's a lot of different techniques for that, but if you do, and you don't blink too much, you're going to see changes instantly. Within a minute, two minutes, three minutes. But you have to really stop from blinking. Blinking, like, your mind shuts down and opens. It's like a shut off and turn on. Uh, like when you sneeze, you're actually dead for a split second and things like that. I mean, all these weird kind of things where mind and soul separate. Uh, so, understanding who you are. I'm a victim. Well, we're all victims. We're all put in, put in hell for a reason. So, do we want to dwell on it? Uh, now, I just heard a song by Bob Dylan yesterday. Uh, uh, two songs in a row. I had my cell phone on. Heaven's Gate, when he's talking about heaven, waiting to get into the gates of heaven. And the end of the song was, we're all preparing and understanding dying where nobody's preparing and trying to understand living. Well, we are living. We have to understand living, or at least try to, and make it the best we can. This way we can show that we took one step forward. Not many, but at least a step forward, rather than promoting sickness, disease, and destruction of the planet and the sky and the sun and everything else around it. The ozone layer. The ozone layer dies, we all die. And it's so close to being gone. They used to talk about that all the time. When the ozone layer used to be a mile long, now it's about a foot wide. And you know over Alaska, there's a giant hole, the biggest hole over the in the world. I mean, the children that have to go to school are supposed to wear long sleeve shirts so they don't get burnt and things like that. It's bad. And with the things that are happening with fires, I don't want to give you a history on, on weather, but fire is one of the most de detrimental things that happen to the ozone. Because when that ash and clouds go up into the sky, it blocks the ozone from doing what it's supposed to do, which changes the weather. So when we... It's, see, the government does things, and so does mankind. I mean, there's natural fires created by lightning hitting a tree. But there's also fires by a person throwing a cigarette into a forest. I mean, but those fires, fires that were burning for, for, from how many months out of control destroyed part of the ozone. And I can tell you that directly. And that is going to change the weather next year, not this year. And what we get today is what's happening from two years ago, the fires that they had. But these are the worst fires we ever had. Now you're going to see the worst storms we ever had because of that. And when there's giant earthquakes, which are going off rapidly, incredibly, all around the ring of fire in super high volume numbers, it's shaking the planet, which means it is shifting the uh, North Pole and, and the, the, the magnetic fields of the planet. So, yes, yeah, storms come in and they get pulled into these waves of energy and, and end up doing different things. It's a combination of a lot of things, not just man, not just nature. It's the combination of man, nature, and, and what spirit feels is right. So, yeah, 
there's a lot of things that we have to understand to even understand what we deal with in our normal life. Never mind the things outside of it. All right. Now, when I said no man respects women in any tribe except Native American tribes. I can't say about Aboriginal tribes and things like that. I don't know. I wasn't with them. I didn't live with them. But inside the United States, I lived on reservation for a while. I, w- I know Native people and things like that. Uh, women are respected. In the time of war, the women had to make the final decision if they went to war or not. Now, I don't get into Native history either today, but because of Sitting Bull having a vision, and he was considered the most psychic, spiritual medicine man that, that lived in that time frame, said, we have to surrender. And he told Crazy Horse and Geronimo to turn themselves in. The most ignorant, dumb thing they ever did. Because when they went to the jail, Crazy Horse was killed two weeks later inside jail. And Geronimo was a puppet for the Calvary. They rode across the United States with having people taking pictures of him as a prisoner and slave. When they let him go, he finally was let go. I think it was roughly about 15 years later. Fell off his horse, drowned and died. Uh, so the greatest warrior was turned into the biggest, I don't know, to what man perceived of him, took away, stripped him of who he was as a man. Uh, because, you know, when we fight Russia, when we fight Germany, when we fight China, when we fight any country, who's the good man? Well, if whoever on the side you're on, you're going to consider the good side. Killing is never right or just, Ever. You can't say it's right. Even when you kill a prisoner, it's not right. Nobody has the right to kill. And to me, killing of a person is different than abusing and raping a person. Now, and, I, and I'm serious about that, and I hope you're listening, because in a rape situation, male or female, more so women, uh, it's something that will be with you. It takes part of you away. And you have to deal with it the rest of your life. Murder, you, you die and you're gone. And you don't have to deal with anything anymore. And it's, it's, it's kind of like a good thing in one way. Hopefully your karma is pretty patched up and, and cleaned out and all that. I mean, if you've got a lot of karma and you get killed, obviously you're just going to come back and start over. But if your karma is clean, and it could be the way spirit's going to let you leave. I mean, is there a right way to leave? Sure, most people say I want to die in my sleep. I don't. I think that's the most cowardly way to die. And second to that, if you die in your sleep, you're never going to know that you died. And you'll never know that you woke up. So, yeah, it's kind of like a void stepping into it and then being in that. Oh, I'm in this void, but I don't know how I got here, when I got here, or when I'm going to leave. Uh, That's just my viewpoint, because I had five death experiences. I know what death is like, what it is to cross over, how many times and where I went, and things like that. And it's much different than, again, 90% of the people talking about it. I challenge everybody all the time. I'm a rebel. Truth is all that matters. And I believe what Dorothy Atlantean said in the Emerald Tablets. The truth will destroy the lies. Always. In the end. It just doesn't instantly turn them into the truth. I mean, that would be great. But it will destroy the lies in, in time. Period. So as we move forward in in this step we're trying to take, I suggest you tell every person you know 
can listen to this this the show. It's recorded. It'll be re- available right after the show, even ten minutes, half an hour later. Uh, and people should listen to it. And then anybody that wants to talk to me directly, my email is hawksblood1aol.com. Hawk is the bird that flies, plural. Blood as in the blood in your body. And the number one at aol.com. All right. Uh, I answer my emails sooner or later, usually sooner, depending on what situation I'm involved with. And I'm in a really weird situation right now. But uh, getting back to this deal of karma and things happen because of that I mean you're here again because of karma so you didn't get what you needed to get before you could get out of here now very few souls have the ability to choose that they're going to come back and what they're going to be or doing I mean you could choose that uh, think you're choosing that you're not because if, and, and here's how I can prove that it's a lie how many people die in a year? All right. How many people are starving and homeless on the planet? Over 90%. So you think with the turnover of people dying, that would be changing completely, dramatically every year. But it's not. It's only getting worse. So that means people aren't coming back as kings and queens or, or super famous people becoming superstars. I'm not saying there's little children now that are aware because they're aware of their past lives. I guarantee that these women or men that are little singing are aware of their past life of, of that aspect and they, they can manifest it easier. When a child gets in front of a piano and starts playing it, what do you think that is? I'm not saying he was Ludwig, Ludwig, Ludwig Beethoven, but he was aware of music and it's part of it. When a person gets on a horse, they always say you if you learn how to ride a horse, you'll never, you'll never forget it. Well, if you learned it in another lifetime, you don't have to go through learning it again in this lifetime. So those things are not average thoughts in the average person. They don't give that much consideration, which it needs a lot. So now, the problem with all this, and I'll say it, hate me or not, the white race has always been the killers. the ones creating war. The white race is not the red race, the red race is not the yellow race, and the yellow race is not the black race. Whether you believe that or not, your choice. Yes, you can have sex and have a child that's both genes of both. Whatever the root is what you started with can come back at any time. But in the beginning, tribal people did not have sex with anybody outside of the tribe. And and, and so in religions, it's always about only this this tribe that you can be with and stuff and have to marry certain people children, boys or girls whatever the situation is but yeah, it's going to change we'll all be one race sooner or later there's no doubt about that happening it's going to be one race against robots and sadly, I don't think mankind's going to win because of the ignorance and what they want Uh, I'm not going to go into that, I mentioned that the last time but uh, listen to my shows if you can but tell your friends to listen to this one. Uh, if they're a woman, make sure they listen to it. If they're a man, well, men don't care and won't care either. They say, well, I don't want to hear that. That's baloney. I, I'm not like that. Oh, men will say and defend themselves always. That's why they'll defend another man over a woman. Go to a bar. Go to a club. Look at the abuse in that. And and just real fast, if I, if I was president, 
and make it a law. If a man takes a woman into a hotel room, he's responsible for anything that happens. Period. Oh, she was drunk. Oh, she was... No, you were... Brought her in there, you're responsible. You had the awareness to bring her into a room. Like, however this story is going to go down, with, uh, we'll get into that in, in a couple minutes. Uh, so, programming is what man accepts. And it's twisted program. It started with alien races coming here. After Atlantis went down, we were, like, open for anything. And obviously, the gods that they accepted, accepted them as created and controlled their thinking. And murder was in, injected into them. And that's when, I mean, go back in history, all the arenas of fighting and killing and all those things. It was entertainment. The same as boxing and wrestling and all those sports are for entertainment now. And I, I just did a thing on that and saying, how could we let all our money go to that? Because you were programmed to believe in the beginning that hot dogs and smoking and hot dogs and beer were, were the most important thing to have on you when you're watching a football game. While you're watching a football game, who sponsored all, all TV, everything? Who sponsored everything? The liquor industry and the smoking cigarette industry. Now, how come cigarettes were taken off the TV and beer and liquor has not? Think about it. And remember, and just to show you programming ideas, remember the cigarettes called Cool, C-O-O-L? And they would have this person standing on top of a mountain, throwing her arms up in the air and her hair flying through the breeze, smoking a cigarette. Does that sound cool? <laughs> they made you believe it was. And then the image of being cool. Oh, you had to have a cigarette in your hand. Uh, it's programming. It has nothing to do with you, really, unless you become part of the program. And you can change it in any given moment. I give techniques how to get out of that programming. And I won't remember his name, but one of the greatest speakers out there, the big tall guy, that's what I call him. Uh, he gives it 21 days to, to awareness and things like that. Good speaker. But it's really, I say 30 days. If you're willing to commit 30 days to working to get that program changed, you can change it. It has to be changed. There's no doubt about it. If you live with that program, it will destroy you. It will keep you from being who you are and the best you can be. Which is all that matters. That's all you can do in this life. You're not going to change the world, and why would you want to? Jesus did not come to change the world. Second of all, they didn't listen to a word he said either. So, uh, sadly, nobody was ready. Anyway, a few. So, when we talk about how men became massive killers and rapists because of a couple different races, not just the Anunnaki. They're not God. They're not nothing. If you want to believe that whole story, you're getting pulled into the UFO world, which is programmed by Zachariah Sitchin and a few other people. Uh, but it's not beneficial, not helpful, and it's not going to be like they're going to come down here and reprogram us again. That's not going to happen. Our government is way beyond what anybody wants to think, perceive, or, or even know about. I don't think so. Somebody asked me about the Orions. No, it's not. Uh, it has to do with the rep rep reptilians and the uh, 
draconians the Anunnaki were there but uh, again there was each one played different roles the killing and other things that are going on were based on many other things but the, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, but food is quite, quite critical among all of it to any race whatever race you are food is the only thing that's important not how big your house is or how fast you can get around the food that you eat is the water that you drink is the most important so yeah that's all that matters to any race and now they said they found water on Mars they found it it was always there uh, things that they say they find like when they found the United States it was always there just that they happened to walk on it and people were already there the same as Moses walking his people which weren't the people he left with to the promised land there were people there like they found something different and what did they do? kill people religion is not the answer truth is if you find the truth of your religion and take the truth out of it you walk away with the truth but there's very little truth in most of the stories most of the documents and the stories written by man man writes great stories and then guess what? They believe them. They like to adapt this perverted, twisted story into their reality. It makes them bigger. It makes them feel like a man. Whatever that's supposed to feel like. And not to go into the uh, sexual part of uh, changing sexes and all that. Uh, that's, that's another program going on which is being abused in a lot of ways. Were you born that way? Oh, your genetic code said you were what? Your soul is separate than your body. And the hardest thing that anybody is going through is learning how to understand what soul is saying and the mind saying. The mind's programmed with all these weird things where soul isn't. Soul doesn't have a sex. So even the idea of being a male or female is the, man, the, the male ego or the female ego. And it could be from past lives. You become... Usually you're one more so than the other. I mean, if you're a man, you'll be man in many lifetimes, and a woman once or twice. If you're a woman, you'll be a woman many times, and a man once in a while. It's just so that soul can experience a different when it, difference when it comes here. Which is getting twisted into, well, I am that, or I am this. How many people say they're God? Give me a break. They're not. Nobody's going to be God ever. Nobody. Put them all together, and they're still not God. So, the object that these killers, man, like to sacrifice young and old women. Why is that? All through history. The, we'll get into the story how Mary Magdalene was considered one person in the Bible as this, and she wasn't even that ever. Uh, in the United States, mainly up in Salem where I went and things like that, uh, Men like to blame women for being witches. I say I was a witch when I was young, which I was. Witch doesn't mean male or female, but men writing the definition of it does. Warlock or whatever. I mean, it's just a different name. We're soul, and soul doesn't have a sex. The same as a witch is, is, is touch, touching on psychic abilities. That doesn't make a male or female. So I always say I'm a witch. I don't care what people say about Or oh, you're a guy. I say, well, a witch is a witch. And which is which, which is which. Uh, but uh, again, men 
killed many witches in the United States, but they didn't kill many witches up in Salem. That was propaganda and, and put fear. And I'll tell you how bad the fear was. I was a witch when I was young in a city called living near Jersey City. Now, people that heard the word witch, they put signs out in the parks and stuff. If you know a witch, write their name, address here. And they would go out of their way to try to burn the house down, blow up the car, and things like that. Uh, my good friend, my not my good friend, my good friend's friend was a lawyer woman wrestler. Seriously. And she became involved with the uh, whole thing of witch, witchcraft. She went to court, and in New Jersey, had it changed into a religion, legally. So it was no longer condemned, and it couldn't be condemned because it was now a real religion. So I've been through all of that, and most people have no clue about why or how did it really become anything. Yes, it's a religion now, uh, and it's accepted. Killing is not accepted, but then again, if you go to war and kill somebody, it's okay. Uh, beating somebody up is okay if you get paid for it. Uh, and somebody, and the, all the people have to pay for it. One person can't pay you to beat somebody up. It's kind of weird, the scenarios that they use to allow these things to exist inside the United States. Never mind other countries. I, I don't live in other countries, so I won't talk about them much. I, talk about, I was here most of my lifetime, so I'm not going to talk about Germany and Russia and China. I mean, I see the things, I know people, and I hear things. But I don't like to repeat multiple stories that I don't have the truth about, that I know for truth directly. I was in Tibet in the mountains when I was young. In another lifetime, I was killed real young as well. Uh, but he, most of my lifetimes was in the United States, except for when I was a female. Yes, I was there in another country. Uh, I go into that if, if somebody, somebody, somebody wants to really hear the truth about Mary Magdalene and Jesus and what really went down and things. That's what my book is about. My newest book is The True Teachings of Jesus from God Realization. From being alive with Mary Magdalene being my best friend. I was there when Jesus was killed. Period. Not walked away, got off the cross and ran away or nothing like that. He had to die. He knew he was going to die. Anything Christians say, any religious person doesn't know the truth if they say anything other than he had to die. He had to die to prove what he was teaching. Period. So I'll debate anybody on this planet. I've been writing letters to the Pope and Dalai Lama and Ecatoli, Deepak Chopra, all these people every day and whatever I can when I hear their stupid remarks, their, their letters they put up on a daily basis. Hope is useless without action. You sit in your house and hope and hope and pray, nothing's going to happen. If you don't go out to change things. Now, a medicine woman I study with, and she said something really important. Get involved with two things in your life. One, something in your area that you can be involved with. And two, something worldwide that can help that as well. And you put as much time into both as you can. Which is a good thing. Because some things, I, I'm involved with a lot of things, but I can't touch them. I can't fly to the mainland anymore. It's $800 to get out of Hawaii. So I don't go there much. I can't go to seminars. I can't do lectures. I mean, most of these, I'm not a, I'm not a person that I wouldn't take $20,000 to speak about something I didn't know, like all these UFO people. I mean, ancient aliens, all those people get paid $20,000 to go to this conference, and everybody has to pay 
$500 to go to and then pay for each workshop, pay for the hotel, pay for the airfare. It usually costs anywhere between two dollars and $3,000 for an average person to go to a UFO conference. I couldn't do that. I want to do a spiritual class workshop. I want it so that it could be in the United States where people could fly to it to get the cheapest rates. So that means JetBlue can fly there and have the cheapest hotel rooms. And I don't want to make money. It's not about making money. I don't do anything to make money. I live, I mean, I wish I could, but I'm not there and I can't. I never did healing work and charge, put out a sign and things like that. Sure, I'll barter a trade if somebody wants to. I mean, I wouldn't take it. I mean, I'll take a gift. I learned to do that after I've lost so many things in my life. But uh, being real to yourself and then being real to God. Two, th- two different things. If you know God, you can be real to it. If you don't, you're only going to be real to yourself. And whatever your ego tells you, that is. You have to experience death. You have to understand soul. Without those two words, life is just what it is. Pain and suffering. No matter how many good times. And I tell you, write on a piece of paper all the good times you had and the amount of time that it was. From the time you could remember to the time it is in the present. How many years can you get out of it? Probably pretty good. Pretty good. No. How many years did you live great? Everything was perfect. Well, that do- well it doesn't happen. Well, how many super outrageous experiences that were incredibly and beautiful your marriage? And sometimes people have really bad marriages in the beginning. But, uh, oh, we went on a vacation. I got one vacation a year. Usually it was a week until I got in the phone company. Then I got two weeks a year. And I always tried to do something to get out of those two weeks something that I could remember. But relationships are not what they're supposed to be. If you're in a relationship, husband and wife, woman and woman, man and man, whatever, it'll never be perfect. And it'll never be what it should be unless you're willing to make that foundation in the beginning. The old saying, you can't build a house on sand. Well, you build the foundation. If you can set up a foundation, you can put a house on it. And it'll stay there. So, and by that, when I talk about what's happening to women, uh, by their parents, how many men, when you can start dating, and, and all these things. I know my mother stopped me from about four different women, girls that I wanted in my life when I was younger. She was prejudiced against Jewish women. She was prejudiced against elder, older women. She had a, her prejudices that she wouldn't let me do. I mean, I had rules. I mean, my mother made a lot of rules, but my father did the beating and, and all the other abuses. It usually came from people around the situations, which were really bad. But uh, where do we go? We're going back to who are you? You need to face yourself. Look in the mirror again. Who's in that mirror? Just a reflection or is it really the reflection of you? Is it a reflection of who you are or who you think you are? Is it a reflection of your soul? Probably not. You won't see the same person if you're looking at your soul. So, waking up time is now for women. Men are destroying the planet. Men are destroying everything. Men think they're going to be well off if they go to Mars. How many people are going to go to Mars? 
you want to live in a box? It's like getting, we're learning how to get out of the box, not move back into a box. Because you move on Mars, you move on the moon, or any other place, you're going to be inside a box with a programmed diet, programmed way to live, and what are you going to get? We can have sex. Uh, well, some men will be happy with that idea. Uh, think about it. Think about where you want to move forward to. World peace. We can go into that, but not now. What is world peace? We all agree 100% on everything? And that we can have peace? If we cannot believe in one God, the same God, we'll never be able to be in peace and in harmony together. And somebody will say, well, 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 everybody's God is still the same God. No, it's not. If you believe in a God that allows this and does that, and this, and you believe in a God that's this loving, compassionate, protective God, there's two gods right there. And, and most of them are following a God that doesn't exist. Just as magic in the old days was considered the, the power, and they were afraid of anybody with power. That's why they killed as many witches as they could. The men, well, not so so often. But there was a few magicians, sort of, after like uh, Notre Dame and people like that, that had a had a really incredible gift. Uh, but he studied Enoki magic. He studied all kinds of black magic as well. Magic, for for a better word, for present psychic abilities are not beneficial to this world right now. It was. In Atlantis, we all were and had 32 different abilities. Yes, there's 130, 140 now, but in those days, it was 32, and we had them all. We didn't have to talk. We knew. We, we didn't have to lie. We couldn't. All those things. It was incredible. But when they were taken away, and then was given the idea of killing and all that stuff, it became so different. Now, those beings that are here now, meaning people, could not deal with being psychic. If you were 100% psychic and could see just one minute into the future, just one minute, you could change the whole world every second, every day, constantly stopping the actual whole purpose of life. If you could levitate one thing, if you could levitate a pin, and make it fly across the room, you can levitate a car. If you can levitate a car, you can levitate a mountain. So the abilities would be abused at every level. Even remote viewing, which the government has been doing for such a long time. It's not that complicated. Being able to project your thought into another house halfway down the road. And and what? Be a spy? Be a... a, a, a whatever. A thief, and you could see what you want in their house, and... All those things, it would be abused. How could you use it for good, stopping a person from dying? A person's karma said they have to die today and you're going to stop it. It would be abused at every level. Good or bad. In the name of good, how many bad things happen? So we have to move into this space. Where are you? Where are you going? And what do you want to achieve and attain before you die? You are going to die no matter what you eat, drink, do. You're going to die. And you're not going to live longer than 125 years. I mean, it might change in the next 5, 10 years. That's a possibility. But God created the reality of 125 years. 
there's just enough time to do and learn whatever you should be learning in a lifetime. And then when you come back, you got another 125 years to, to work it out if you can. But longer than that, your body is not worth two cents. Your thinking's kind of shut down. So why would you want to? If you were 36 years looking in age-wise at, at 120, you might want to live longer. But here's the thing. Everybody on planet Earth wants to live longer. To do what? What are you attaining if you live, say right now you're 50. And you could say you could live another 100 years. What do you want to attain in 100 years? Have 100 children and see half of them die? What do you expect? See, people never look at any, any, anything they ask for in detail. And they said, don't ask God for anything you want because you might get it. Uh, and when we don't realize the outcome of situations of getting what we want, we we'll go after. And in this lifetime, people desire big houses, big cars, pool, and all those kind of things. Not about spiritual awareness, learning why they're really here. Because when you get stuck in a relationship, which I did three times, it kind of sidetracks you. But luckily I was going through serious things while I was in them, so it made me look always deeper into it until I became totally aware of my past lives. And then it just opened up the doorway why I came back in this lifetime. And I'll tell you this. Why would I come back to planet Earth in this time frame if I walk with Jesus? And I'll tell you straight out. And I know... You can believe it or not, accept it or not. Because I couldn't understand why anybody would kill a spiritual being. A good spiritual being. Why? What reason? Why? You're in love, and you, you have love pouring into you, you have all these things, and you kill them or help kill them. Why? I couldn't understand it. And I couldn't, I couldn't let go of that. So, and I learned it in this lifetime. Three relationships opened a gateway to all the answers. I had three other relationships with millionaires, and they were like blowing apart whatever I thought. So what is love? What is all that? It's nothing that we really can perceive in this world because it's non non-existent. At such a small level that we deal with it, if you love God, you'll understand it. But saying you love God What's that mean? You can't love something if you don't know what it is. Or I love hot dogs. I love chicken sandwiches. I mean, yeah, because you're going to eat it and you like the taste of it. What can you say you love about God? He protects you from what? Fires, car accidents, disease. What does God protect you from? You're going to die, so it doesn't want to protect you from dying. Why would it? Maybe it says you suffered enough. It's time to come out. Let go. So, perception of God is so wrong at every level among anybody I talk to. So, I'm a, am I the egotistical dummy? No. And I say, look at the world. Look at the world for the truth. I don't have to ask anybody. Look at what's happening, always. Why are aliens here? Why do you think they're coming here? What do you think they're doing? Uh, to help us become what? God realized? They don't believe in God. They wouldn't be here. There's spiritual laws and physical laws. Spiritual beings cannot go against spiritual laws or they lose their spiritual truth and awareness. Sidetracked. Right word. Uh, 
But as far as the average person, saying they're aware and they're spiritual, they talk about a world called the astral plane. It has many, 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 many different levels in the astral plane itself. And so I go to the highest. The highest of what? The astral plane? Now, Jehovah, people don't like the name. Brahm and Cal Brahm, which was Hindu names, uh, are three of the gods that exist on the top of the astral plane. And you've got to go past them to get into the next world. A real god. A real little god. They're not god itself, but god appointed little gods for each realm that you go through. When Jesus said in his father's mansion, there's many rooms, these are the rooms you're going to go through. But it's not that easy. He taught it. And that's what man turned it into. And that's all man could say about what he was teaching. Sad. But again, there was only... How many disciples did he have? And they were the only ones that truly understood it. And they were supposed to go out and teach it. And even at that, Paul did not understand a single word. So he couldn't go out and teach anything until Mary Magdalene had to teach him. So I can go into that, but let's let's stick with the story right now. Uh, men blame women always. No matter what goes on, it's always the woman's fault. Sure, you'll get men sticking up here and there. What What goes on when 10 or 20 women sit together and talk, what are they talking about? In general, what happens when 20 men get together, sit and talk? In general, the first word that comes up in men's talk is sex. In a woman's circle, it's more about love and relationship. I've been there. I've done it. Uh, I've been around it. The medicine woman I studied with, I studied with her for 26 years. 90% were women. 10% were men. It was the goddesses' teachings and, and, and all that moonrise ceremony, sunrise ceremony, things like that. Uh, most men have no desire to understand and go into that. Uh, get in touch with the goddess. Why would I want to do that? Uh, I want to be more loving. Uh, it's a part, small part. But it's us. We're soul. It's the higher part of our being, what we really are. It's not the higher self because we are that. Uh is so much greater at every level. So what if your body gets hit, smashed, whatever? Because the sooner you leave it, the sooner you could do greater things. And, and Jesus talked about that, but that's not written in the Bible either. Jesus didn't teach about staying on planet Earth, ever. So when you talk about where we get these perverted, twisted thoughts and, and ideas and religions that say this, that, and the other thing, now, don't get me wrong. No path had the truth. From the native nation to the African tribes to the Russians. I mean, all the way through all the religions and stuff. They didn't have the truth. They never talked about God. Ever. Why is that? Go back to the first religion ever created, which was Hinduism. Why? Because the deities had power. And they were making these people do things. And then the aliens came in and they were, and took on the same role as they did. And knew they could get away with it. The Egyptians were following aliens. They, they got a clue to what reincarnation was, but they weren't explained it in any detail. And they had no clue what really happened during it. To build a pyramid, to, to, to immortalize your body and expect to come back and go into the body was delusional. Then it was delusional. But they accepted it as a reality. So, 
the powers that people had were abused after Atlantis went down. So they were all taken away. Traces of healing, traces of awareness and things started coming back. Just traces for people. Not one person could use it 100% any time. They can't. And just by the fact, I mean, I was a magician for almost 30 years uh, on the other, the, the, the fake magic, which was always linked to real magic. But uh, no matter what people said, oh, I can bring a ship in when I call it down. Really do it right now. Oh, they're not going to come down now. Why? Uh, I can levitate something. When? Uh, when? When I'm home and I'm in. Oh, why can't you do it now? It's always when they think they can do it or when, they, when it happens. So the abilities that we had would be used at every level to destroy the planet even greater. And obviously, the first per- first thing that it would be used for is to make money. And I tell people, you're so psychic, go to the casino, take all their money, and build 20 uh, child uh, homes and, and things, or women abuse centers. Do something constructive with it then. You know, be like uh, Robin Hood. Steal from the rich and give to the poor. The rich don't need it. The rich get richer. You heard that phrase? Well, what do they do with the millions and billions of dollars in the bank? Well, then... So you think God created a system where everybody could become super mass millionaires and then hoard the money and do nothing? It just shows you they have no clue about God or spirit or truth. Money would change the world. It would make everything different if everybody was equal. If we even felt we're equal. Why does a football player deserve more money than a farmer? Why does a boxer deserve more money than, than any, anybody in the medical field at all? And why I say that, it bothers me so much. Last year, my owner of where I was living uh, said, Oh, can you come over and watch a game with me? Uh, a, a fight with me? And I said, All right. It was uh, two people fighting. He got, one of them got paid $180 million. $180 million. The other one, I think, got $160 million. Never mind, that's without the companies that showed it, promoted it, and and sponsored it on TV and radio and everything else. All the other things that made money. Uh, Do you imagine what that would have done for the United States alone? We talk about poverty. It would change that. See, all these programs that take money for poverty or for things, how much of it touches the people that need it? Very little. Amway, not Amway, sorry. Uh, oh, man, I'm not even thinking. Well, one of the companies, New Jersey Bell, sponsored and gave him money. I did all the time. Until I found out the vice, pre- the vice president and the president bought themselves a, a, a jet with the money. Why does he have the right to spend the money on himself? That's not what I'm donating on a monthly basis to. So the Native Nation gets no money. United Way, you're right, sorry about that, thank you. Uh, yeah, United Way. I was given to it for like 15 years, and then when we found out that, half of us dropped United Way. Uh, I wouldn't give to them again. So, but in, in a reality of this world, and in religions, they want you to donate to them a percentage. I almost became a preacher. If the, if, if the, if the yeah born-again preacher that I was dealing with didn't say I had to sign a piece of paper saying I was going to give 40% to the church, I might have became uh, 
a born-again preacher at that time. I became a minister, but I mean, I would became a born-again preacher. And there's a big difference. I don't know if you ever went to a born-again church and things like that, what they do, how they act, and all that stuff. I was going six days a week, four hours a night. I had all my time in. I was just ready to sign a paper to become. And then when I saw that, I said, bye. God didn't tell me to give 40% to you. I said, I'll give a lot more when I can. But when I have to pay my rent, I'll pay my rent. When I have to buy my food, I'll buy my food. Somebody just said, if they had the money, they help me support create a school. I would love to have a school, but I don't have the money. I, I'm not sure that the world really deserves it. Not, not because I don't want to or want to. I think about Jesus. had the most important message for mankind, and nobody heard it. So, sure, I feel if I help one person, that's all that matters. If one person takes a step forward, then backwards. I'm happy about that. Not that I would like to touch a few more. But Jesus said, he who have no faith, follow me. He only wanted people that were ready to take a step in, in, in the growth of spiritual truth. Not a religion. He didn't say, come follow me, I'm a Christian. He said, come follow me if you don't have a, if you don't have a belief. Uh, for a reason. Because somebody with an open mind can grow and understand what he was saying. A closed mind like the priesthood and everybody else could not understand Jesus in one, at any level. Especially what he was talking about. They had spies and tried to understand what he was talking about. They heard glimpses of what he was talking about. Death was never uh, a good thing to those people. Heaven was a make-believe place and all that. But uh, we need to move forward every day in any way we can. Now, I'm going to take a sip because we did one hour. How much time do I have? Man, I did more than an hour and a, almost an hour and a half. Sorry. i got to get a lot more in. Uh, I want to go into... This and I feel critical because we're running out of time. But as far as what's happening in the world this week, I want you to talk about sex crimes. How man protects men and not women during those kind of events. How laws work for men and not women. How is that? Why is that? You know, for the longest time, women were not allowed to plead temporary insanity. I don't know how the law is on it. I, I was on grand jury duty, and I, I sat through a lot of cases, that, and I might be stuck on it again, but uh, I'm not sure for how long. I mean, i got to listen to the documents of when the laws were created and all that every time, and if I don't know it, they'll have to read it to me. Uh, but the reason why women were always considered more caring, loving, compassionate, and aware. So they didn't have the right to go insane when men were always hot-headed, e- 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 in, uh, mentally disturbed, whatever word you want to use, uh, and could do whatever they want, and get away with it, which is, uh, which is really sick. All right, now, I have followed Bill Cosby all my life. When I was 12, around that age, every month or two, he was putting out a comedy album. And my brother used to go out and buy it, and we used to just sit there listening to it. I cracked my head off. I mean, it probably started many years before that. Uh, well, I can say that I know I listened to one of his things, and he talked about having your tonsils out. Uh, 
as well, and that's what happened to me when I was in the hospital and everything else. So it had to be younger even. But uh, I respected him then as a comedian. Somewhere before he started doing his TV show, I kind of blocked him out of my reality as far as anything, as a comedian, as as anything. When his show came on TV, I couldn't believe it. When he was doing commercials, I say, why him? And I just had this negative energy building and building and building with inside. I was empathic for almost two years. Uh, during that time frame, I truly hear what anybody thought. And I proved it every day. So I'm not making it up. I proved it to myself every day because I didn't believe it. But I had to check one person on a daily basis to make sure I was reading them what they said. And when you confront somebody with what they're thinking, they kind of like just lose it. Especially when it's something sick, stupid, or dumb. Uh, which it always is. So, again, I stopped caring about his TV show. I stopped caring about him. But when I heard about the first sex charge and, and when that started, it became a horrible thing in my mind. I, I mean, I know about... I, I don't want to go into my sex things that happened to me when I was little, but I was involved with a lot of different things like that. And for a person... To do that to somebody is sick. Whether it's an hour, a minute, there's no time frame on it. Uh, there's no justification for it. So uh, when he got suddenly a couple more women called in, uh, wrote in, however, went to the town, state, and got involved with that, I felt sick. I said, this person that I thought was a nice guy is evil. And, I, and now I felt why I don't like him anymore. But then when it went up to the higher numbers, I, I couldn't understand why he was still on the street. Oh, well, that was such a long time ago. I said, well, you know, women block those out for a reason. I'm going to go into that because I feel that's important. And I wish I had time to go in front of these stupid people in Congress or in the court case and say, hey, look, think about a couple of things before you even attack a woman Uh like, a woman has nothing to do, sit around and say, well, I'm going to make charges against that person. He's too nice or too good. Uh, and ruin their lives for it? You know, in school, and I'll tell you straight out, if a girl was raped, people didn't even want to associate with her anymore. They wanted to block it out and all those kind of things. So it's not like, I mean, I married two women that were raped. So it's not like I'm, I'm afraid of it or can't deal with it. But it was still wrong and, and, and angry me at, at the time when I heard and found out and things like that. I worked around millionaire families. I know how rich people live and, and things. Uh, almost married one, just trying to. But uh, I was... I, I don't want to go too far off. I, I, let me stick with Bill Cosby real fast. When I found out these women will all be calling, and every... When, you, when I pull up Bill Cosby and it, all these men write in, or they were asking for it, or they asked for it, or he, he's, they were all twisting him, nothing else to do, and they would put women down. They don't know the woman. They don't know the story. I always say, don't talk about anything you don't know or experience yourself. You have no right to. You might think you do. Oh, I'm free to do whatever you want. Well, free to go to jail? Yes, you should be. Uh, but when, it, when that all happened, and 13 women went to the court systems, and they overturned the laws. That's what women need to do as a group consciousness. But see, you know, they've been so suppressed, the women that have to go into being a hooker, a prostitute, whatever words you can deal with, uh, high-paid uh, 
caregiver, <laughs> uh, massage therapist, whatever words that have to fit it to make money to survive. And that's all they can do. That's all they believe they can do. Who keeps them there? Men do. Instead of giving a woman money for sex, how about giving her a job? A real job. Uh, so, yeah, it's abuse. And then when, and then I don't want to get into how bad it gets. I'm sure you know how bad that gets. Down to children and everything else and what they do and how they sell it. How it makes money. I, I, I can go on about that. Which, if I was in that energy for a long time, I think it would be too bad for me. I don't know if I could deal with it for that long. Uh, but when that happened, I was so happy to hear it. When they changed the laws that if a woman remembers the abuse, she can go to court. Most women stick it in that place I told you, stick it in that box and seal it. But if it's haunting you, you didn't seal it. So it has to be released somewhere. At least that's what you feel, no matter what time it is. You're not looking at your, your watch or your calendar. You're looking at your mind when it says, hey, do you remember what really happened to you? And when you do, suddenly it's like, wow, I suppressed that. I mean, these people that say they were abducted by aliens and they were in this state and they don't know what happened. It's very much the same thing. A little more abstract, but it's very much the same thing. Most people that were sexually abused look at sex differently. How can they not? If you trust a person and you find that they abuse that trust, what's it do for you? Never mind a child putting their trust in somebody and then losing it to a person that they thought they loved. I mean, even a close family member or whatever. So, the pain will always be there whether you deal with it or not or how you can perceive it or handle it. It takes it takes a strong person to do that. And many women can't. So they either become super heavy and forget about life or they go into this state of drugs or anything else to hide the feelings. Talking to an average person might not help. Certain women could help. I mean, there's a few people I know out there. One is one of the most incredible people that I know because she works with women every almost every day of her life. And that's all she did for like, I don't know, I knew her for 26, 27, around 27 years, somewhere around there. I'm bad with the numbers. But uh, her life's dedicated to it, period. But she's doing something real. Working with these people that need it. And they do need some kind of help. And if a person's in that pain, they need to get help if they can't deal with it. And you don't go to your regular doctor or person out there because they're not going to give you anything other than medicine. Or, and the medicines they give you have no clue how they work because they don't know how, how they really work either. They keep changing them until they find one that kind of makes you dumb. And as long as you stay dumb, they don't care. But uh, dealing with life is hard enough without serious problems to have in the background of your life. So this medicine woman that I studied with for 26 years... Uh, I realized how bad it is. And her classes, whether it was 25 people, 50 people, or 75 people, she was always hard, hardcore like I am at certain things. And she would say, I want you all to be honest. How many had some form of abuse in their lifetime? And everybody would raise their hand in every class all the time. So it's like 
Is it just luck? No. It means most people are going through it at some level. Whether they admit it or not is a different story. So, why I'm bringing Bill Cosby into this picture? Because this other case that I'm going to talk about is in court right now, and President Trump's defending the mail, obviously, saying he has an incredible character. Really? Listen to what his friends are saying about him in school. It's crazy what he said and, and how he acted. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to go through this back and forth, but when he said he never drank to the point where he didn't know what he was doing. Really? How many drunks say that? Every single drunk. The ones that are peeing on themselves, sitting on a street corner and, or whatever. And they know what they're doing. Uh, when they're taken home. What am I doing home? How did I get home? How did my clothes come up? How did my clothes get on? How did this? How whatever? Well, no person getting drunk knows when they're drunk. No matter what they say. So for him to say that was pretty ludicrous. For him to say that he was never in that state. When you listen to the things around him and what they're saying, what he said and how he acted. But what contradicts what he said, he goes, well, we all did stupid things that we regret. We all did? I didn't. Not like that, that's for sure. So... One word he says this, and one word he says that. Now, he said he's uh, going to take a lie detector test. She already did. Uh, so, we'll see how that's going to go. But, obviously, you got all these rich millionaire people attacking her, doing the best they can to attack her. And she's trying to get defense for herself, which they don't want to give her the right defense or the right kind of... You know, no court system's fair if it's all men... If it's at least half men and women, it's fair enough, I think. But if it's all men, it's not fair. At least if it's mixed, you've got a, a, a compassionate viewpoint versus an egotistical viewpoint all the time. All right. So that's happening today and tomorrow. And, and we'll see what goes down in the next two or three days. Now, I don't want to lose this part, so we're going to have to go back and forth here. Most people, when they're abused search out help, so where did I go? Uh, to a psychic, to a healer, to a medicine woman, medicine man, a shaman, or even a religious speaker, well, one that thinks they are, uh, for help. I know, when I was going to my divorce, I went to a priest. Out of the clear blue sky, I said, well, let me talk to a priest. He might help me. And what he said to me, I kind of did, but I knew it was like ridiculous after I did it. Uh, he said, well, leave your house, find some place to stay. So I moved out of my house where my wife was, where her mother was, moved into a, a disgusting house, which had hookers living upstairs and all kinds of stuff. And I was living there, pulling my hair out, listening to uh, a couple country songs that I'm crazy uh, and a couple of different ones and I said yeah I'm going crazy uh, I couldn't deal with that too long but getting back to the point is I I listened to him why I wasn't Catholic I mean I was Catholic I studied Catholic beliefs for a while but I never became a Catholic and why I even listened to him because I felt at that time I said well if he's a spiritual person he must know 
and then I studied 14 religions on top of spiritual truths and re religions and teachings, found out 99% of them all have little truth about God, very little truth about soul. All right. I want to bring up two, two movies. Why? They fit into really, really important. The first movie I'm going to bring up is Death Wish 1. I went to see it when I was, I'm trying to think I'm old, whatever. I didn't write the date down for that movie, but uh, Charles Bronson was the person that played the guy. His family just gets attacked by robbers, and one gets his wife and his daughter gets raped, one gets killed, the whole thing. Well, it drove my blood like grew out of my head. Uh, I said, well, that's what I should do with my life. Be a evangelist and go after people that attack people. I mean, the movie made you feel that way. But guess what? For three to four months after that movie came out, crime dropped across the United States. There was a lot of evangelists coming out, going out and doing that. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but it's, it worked for a short period of time. Now, there's a new movie out, just the opposite. It's a woman. I guess she loses a son and everything, and she goes after the people. Uh, revenge is not the solution to anything. I mean, if it was, it would be what we would do, but it's not the right thing. I think anything that helps a woman stick together is the right thing. Start fighting the laws is the right thing. Stop writing man's programmed ideas being forced upon us. Like I said, those 13 women that came out of, uh, out of the women that accused Cosby that went around changing laws and states to make it right for them to become member when it happened. So, yeah, that's a movie that I, I still have in my mind to this day. I remember it in detail what it made me feel like, what it made me want to do, and why. To me, there's only one super bad crime on this planet. And it's abuse. And it's usually sexual abuse to a woman. Men have a little bit more ability to defend themselves than women do. Not, I can go into stories. My one friend was being attacked by a girl in a house and she actually did something to him and everything else. But uh, most men do not get raped. No matter what they say, they want it. And this whole thing about children in schools and having sex with their teachers. You know how many men want to have sex with every teacher they have? Is it right or wrong? Is it just? But who has to pay? The teacher? I was being seduced by my teacher in art school, in high school. Seriously. And she wanted me to go. We were going to the zoo and she said, I have to stay with her. Well, I stayed with her for about 10, 15 minutes, and then I snuck into the monkey's cage with my friend, and we got out, got away, and we ran around. The next day, she goes to me, I wanted you to stay with me. And she says, I'm going to fail you because of that. And I said, you can't do that. So the next day, she tells the class, well, we were supposed to go to see nude, nude women to draw them and, and men. Well, I guess it was just two women, but uh, she says, I'm stopping that. Because we can't stay together and be blah, blah, blah. So for the next two months, I had to change my artwork with my friend. She failed him those two months. And uh, she was passing me. I mean, vice versa. She was failing everything that she thought I did. And 
and, and just the opposite for him. So at the end of the time, I said to her, look, and I stood up in front of the class, you know, I know you don't like me, but you failed him. You didn't fail me. He goes, what do you mean? I said, everything you put a star on was mine. And all those X's and everything else was his work. And then she brought me out after class and says, look, I'll pass you this year, but don't ever come back to my class again. But uh, she asked me other things and stuff like that. I mean, I, w I wasn't in, have, trying to have a relationship with my teacher, and it wasn't one of the teachers that I really wasn't in love with at any level. So it was not normal. Most men would, most men would probably try to get into it to get a higher grade with their teacher and everything else. But, again, when, when government tells you what's right and wrong for you, or your mother and father tell you what's right and wrong for you, it's still taking away from who you are. And like I said, you can get abuse in many forms. Not allowing to be who you are is abuse at any level. Whether you want to be a doctor and they want you to be a boxer. You're a boxer and they want you to be a lawyer. I mean, anything they're forcing you to become or do. Relationships. We can't have that relationship in certain religions. Well, you have to marry her, period. I mean, some countries you have to marry... They marry little children. And I can go into a story I just heard on the news about a week ago. In the United States, it supposedly happened. I, I can't prove it. I'm not going to go into the story. But it was about a young person being forced to marry the rapist. So, again, what are we going to do about this? We need to change the laws. A rape is a rape. Period. Now, a good rape, a bad rape, a partial rape. It's ridiculous ideas that men create. Women don't. I mean, somebody gets abused like ten times in a day. Well, it's just a rape. I know it was insanity, insane, and unjust and unfair. So, are we going to decide with the abused people or not? But we can find out if they're really telling the truth, or at least get a lot closer to the truth. Check the situation. Check the scene. Again, if the man takes her into a hotel room, he's, he raped her, period. I'm not saying women once in a while go out the outside, want to marry a rich person or whatever the story is, but I can tell you the opposite, horrible stories, and, and I don't want to do it. I, I don't have that much time. I want to get into a couple of things before the show ends. Now, do you know Bill Cosby was supporting O.J. Simpson back in those days? Why? One man defends another. He's guilty, but so what? And then when a race defends a person, I was working for the phone company up in the office for one year. I worked outside 19. But I was up in the office, and it was O.J.'s final decision. And they said, okay, O.J. Okay, was acquitted. And the black people all stood up cheering. I said, does any one of those people know if he did it or not? Or care? Just because he's black and set free, that's a good thing? So, do, they say I'm, do I say I'm prejudiced? I say I'm real prejudiced. I'm prejudiced for the truth. If you're a liar, I'm prejudiced against you. If you're a liar, I'm prejudiced against you. Period. Now, the other movie I want to get into, uh, time's going so fast, is The Accused. It was... Uh, how long ago? I guess it came out... The movie came out in 88. Jodie Forster was the girl that was raped and all that. It was about a bar. 
she went in, she was drinking, dancing, and then seven men pick her up, put her on the table, and five men rape her. Well, really, it was four men actually raped her, and two men that were saying, do it, do it, do it. And to make this incredibly horrible, it was in front of all the people in the bar. Now, I said, if I would have been there, it would have never happened that way. It would have been a blood and guts battle, period, for me. And I wouldn't have allowed it to happen in my eyesight or my view. But it wasn't there. But now she went to the police after she left and she got the police to go back. They arrested six people. The part of the story, which is, I mean, this is, the movie's a little bit different than what actually happened. I mean, it was, the accused happened, was released in 88, the actual case. Uh, if you think I'm a liar and I'm just trying to make the movie sound real, the story is Big Dan, D-A-N-S, case. It happened in 1983. And it went to court. Now, it was like two years later, the whole time that this court case went on and actually came to a conclusion. Two people were arrested and sentenced. One was given, let's see, how many years? Uh, I think one was about, how did I put it? Six years. And the other one, one was nine to 12 years and the other one was six to eight years. The two other rapists were let go. The two people that pushed and begged them and were making it happen were let go. And obviously nothing was done to anybody in the bar that watched it. It shows you the atrocities that man does and lets it go by. Now, I don't understand how in court a judge can say, well, blah, blah, blah. He didn't really do it. He didn't really do it, but he did. Oh, he's young. He's young? Does that make it better? So, age and, and all these things, like Bill Cosby's got, what, six to ten years? He probably won't live three years if he stays in jail. If he stays in jail, uh, are they going to keep him in consolidated confinement? I said, no, let him stay with the rest of the guys. I don't know if anybody would want to have sex with an old guy like that, but let him get what he deserves while he's there. But, yeah. Again, the case is in court. We're going to hear all about it the next couple of days. Again, back to this story, the accused. It was violent, and it, it angered me so much because of what really happened. And then the other cuckoo's nest was another rape scene as well, which I didn't even watch the movie. I couldn't. Uh, so, yeah, and I'm telling you, most men love to watch it. There was a movie that came called I Spit on Your Grave. I was little. All my friends said, let's watch this movie. It was horrible. Another movie, just perverted, twisted. I mean, it was a story. Girl gets raped by, what, six guys, and the whole rest of the movie is how she kills them all. But it was, I mean, that part was okay, but even how she got to that point to kill him was even bad. So, yeah, it was a horrible, horrible movie. They put these things out that are so horrible to the thinking of the human race, and man dwells and cherishes it. Why is that? Because they're a sick race. Sorry to say, luckily, I did study with medicine women. I did study the, the female energy and, and learned all about it and became part of it and all those things. I learned and then I had my past lives, which opened up the doorway to all of the answers to all of that. But to say I'm a man, happy I'm a man, I'm not. Men are ignorant. They always will be. 
until they rise above it, which I don't see happening any time in the near future, and I'm talking about multiple incarnations. Mankind wants to go to moon and Mars and talking about all that other stuff. It has nothing to do with spiritual growth. No religious teachings or spiritual truth are in any schools or any classes. Like this person that said they would love to have, if they had money, they'd help me. Uh, I want to start a school, a spiritual school, and there are none. Oh, I just pulled up the one spiritual awakening, and she's going to teach you how to read cards. That's not spiritual. What these people believe in and associate to the word spiritual, put the word God there. Oh, and I'm talking, I, I, I've been dealing with the guy that wrote How to Talk to God, Conversations with God. We don't agree, and I think he's totally into delusional ideas. Because when you come out of any experience, I talk to angels, I talk to this, and oh, it, we need to enforce love. You can't enforce love. Love's not something that you can enforce or, or make happen. And I give a scenario. The world's balanced. No, it's not. You can force a, a person to hate you, but you can't force a person to love you. That's out of balance. So when, when people believe that and accept that, you say you're living in the wrong world. You're in hell. Only bad things can happen. I mean, what good things happen in reality? You have a child, and are you going to take care of the child? You're going to feed the child? You're going to give them the right teachings? You're going to learn, teach them about protection? You're going to teach them about God, the truth? Or are you going to fantasize and tell them, you're God, and let him think he go out and do whatever he wants. Freedom is the most opposite to the truth of what God and how it relates to God. And I'll say this. Freedom means total responsibility to God. Otherwise, you don't get the freedom that you think you're going to get. Ever! If it wasn't true, everybody would be doing incredible bad things and in great ways. I mean, even to make it rain over your city because it's a drought, you're taking the rain from somewhere else and making it happen over you. You're doing something that nature already figured out what it wanted to do, how it moves and the events it's going to take. And government's doing that. So we got a twisted reality. And then we got time travel and all those other things, which I'm not going to get into. But uh, getting back to this whole thing, with this case going down, Ford actually had a polygraph taken. The results are in. Uh, now, some, I'm not totally for that. I mean, they need to have them done because if you're guilty on that, you're guilty. But if you're innocent, you still can be guilty. That's all I'm going to say about it. Because here's the thing. If you believe your story, you tell yourself over and over something happened, and you believe it, you're going to pass the lie detector test on that because you believe it within yourself. Even if it's a dream. You had a bad dream, and you say, oh, yeah, that really happened. Yeah, that really happened. And you believe it happened, or it had to happen. And you take a lie detector test, you're not going to jump out of nervous because you're saying the truth. So, uh, and the reason why I say this was all these UFO stories now, they say, well, you take a lie detector test. And they say, yes. And they all pass them. While they said they had sex with an alien, or they had the alien took their sperm and created a village of their people. And, I mean, all the stories are ridiculous, crazy, and out there. Well, yeah, there's multiple ways to cheat a lie detector test, but the second part of it, which I didn't say yet, if you can't get the right answer, or you feel you didn't get the truth, give them truth serum. That's almost 99% accurate. And here's the thing, and I'll tell everybody why it's not being used. Men do not want to be in a spot where their truth has to come out. If you cheat on your wife, you don't ever want that, 
anybody else to know that that happened or let it come out. And if you were injected with truth serum, you'd say it. The lie detector test, you could possibly beat it. But again, I went through all those kind of things in my childhood, my father and, and all that kind of stuff. No, it's not good. It's not right. And we need to work on the truth. And settling for a lawyer that has more money than another lawyer that can get a better decision and everything else is ridiculous. That's not where we need to go. We need to revamp our Congress and we need to revamp our justice system as far as lawyers. Because you know, if somebody has a video and the police are watching and he's killing all these people, do we need to really prove that he did it? Well, that could have been made by who? Joe's home, homemaking moving business company, uh, whatever. And then you got 10 witnesses. Here's the thing. You know, if you have multiple witnesses, you'll usually win the case no matter what. Sadly to say, which is about could happen this week with this whole thing, uh, during this court case, Kavanaugh could actually have six of his friends, which already said, oh, he's, he was a good guy and all this. Your witnesses could all lie and you could be free or brought charges against somebody. And if, if here's the thing, getting back to why I brought the accused up. If you stick together with your story, you can make the other person, the one that's innocent, guilty. And in a court of law, it's going to say that they were wrong. So, but luckily there's other people coming out saying what kind of a person he was and, and drinking and all that. And the way he talked about drinking in a club that they had and all that. So his character, you know, if you walk, and, and, and another thing, Congress people are Congress people. President people are president people. Mean you have to have that ego to run for it. The same as a cop. A cop has an ego, and the ego is to carry a gun. And when you put a gun on your body, you suddenly become Superman. And then ego is enforced within your reality. So the situations that we're building are destructive to us. They're only going to hurt us. When I was little, they outlawed guns. Why do everybody have guns again? I mean, they outlawed smoking, but they didn't outlaw drinking. I mean, it's scenarios of what makes money. Nothing else. And if people don't realize the banking companies, uh, I, in New York, I always carried a knife. Uh, I had a gun. I got rid of it right away because I said I would use it. If I keep a gun, I'd use it. So, uh, well, people ignorant in the old days are more ignorant now. Because we're supposed to be getting smarter and more aware. If you're aware you're destroying the planet, you stop destroying the planet. If we're destroying love and relationships, you stop that. Relationships can't stay together. The numbers are so high, it's sad. 60% will break up. I mean, the first two years, the first five years, first ten years, and even 20 years they're breaking up now which is even sadder. You don't think in 20 years you're going to learn to work out the problems and fix them or accept them? So love is becoming so watered down to the idea, well, if it doesn't feel right, like they say, if the shoe doesn't fit. Really? And that's what men think, which is wrong. You, you fall in love with 
the soul of a person first before you get on a shoe size. It's sickening at every level. And man is ingrained within that negative energy. The goddess could stand here and stamp on the ground and men would start shooting at her. We don't need you. Uh, I have too much sex in my life or I lose it or whatever. It's a perverted, twisted world called hell. And if it's not going to be changed, which it has to be, we're, we're not going to get anywhere. Except the destruction of the world. And then when you reincarnate, you'll probably be reincarnating onto one of the alien worlds again and stuff and start all over. If that's what you want, oh, well, that'd be cool. Well, we believe things. The old saying, I like everything on the other side of the fence. That's not in my yard. Uh, when you jump on the other side, is it any better over there? Seriously. Sure, you step in the millionaire's house, everything seems beautiful. But everything's fake. Without God, without love, without compassion, without truth, there's nothing. And you don't need anything other than yourself to have love in your life. Because if you love God, it's always in your life and it's there. But what is that love? Is it your protection from getting mugged or this, that? No. There's other angels and things that you can learn to work with that are there for that. God's not going to take his personal, his, I mean, it's personal time to deal with you on a one-on-one on -one basis because you're one of his pets. No. When souls are ready to take a giant jump, God will give it a spark of light and things and stuff, but it still doesn't play teacher, and you have to listen to everything it says. It's hoping you step into that. When somebody says they're self-realized, that means they're understanding themselves with their soul. What God realized means you're becoming aware of God and you within that reality. So look, it's the show's over. My time has run out. I'm so sorry. There was a lot more I really could have gotten to and wanted to. But again, tell your friends, everybody you know, just put it on your email, send it to them, tell them to listen. The world's going to crash soon. If you want to be on the one of the people that helped the crash or the ones that tried to stop it. We don't have time. Time's run out. Too many times. So, please, open up your heart, your mind, get involved, do something, anything positive that can help in any way. Man, I, I, I would tear apart all the people out there speaking because they're not helping us getting closer to the truth. They're telling everybody everything's beautiful, perfect. It's not. And we need to be aware and change that. So please, uh, thank you for coming in. Tell your friends. That, like I said, it should be up in an hour. You can tell anybody to watch it. I hope they do. They might just get something out of this. I could have gotten into a lot of more stories in between what, what was going on, what's real. But thank you. It was always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to put my time and give it out there to anybody that's listening and willing to listen. Uh, whether you got something. Hopefully you did. Love, light, compassion, everybody. Till next time.
Thank mm-hmm. you. 